we are live. Welcome everybody yeah. to the another ACL recap. You know, new beginning, new season. First time with cross crossplay. You know, we got new teams, new league. Actually, you know, we got PlayStation, PC, and Xbox. I got Chris with me today. Yep. What's up? Yeah. What do you think so far of the league? If, you know, it's, from the admin point of view. Yeah, I mean the admin side. You know, haven't had to bust too many people about stats. D two is you know kind of setting the standard, so I appreciate that. D three doing pretty good. A lot of these teams are brand new, um, which is you know it's nice to welcome them in. And you know, the sooner they get up to speed here, the sooner. You know they'll be able to hopefully climb up the divisions so yeah every you know it's gone off pretty well so far so can't really can't really complain what do you think yeah when when i saw the d2 had done stats i was like damn that's the first like every dt team did their stats on time on the first game night on the first game night too like that's crazy and um i think the the, uh, the first night was kind of a little bit hectic but honestly it's i think it's more on the game than the people I know oh, yeah. a lot of people had to like reset lobbies a lot, resend. So, you know, it's things that are out yeah. of our control. Yeah, it's only so much, you know, the game will allow us to do. So, you know, if it happens, you know, just keep fighting through and be patient. That's all you can really say. Yeah, because we really can't control the game as long as you're communicating with the teams that you're playing with. It usually yeah. works itself out. Exactly. Yeah. So. Yeah. We got a couple of topics to talk about today. You know, we'll talk about uh, all our divisions, how they're doing. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, the tournament from this weekend. Just go over a few things we learned from doing it, you know, being the first time trying to run a, a tournament like that. Uh, you know, bring up AVL again. You know, that's starting up soon. Yeah, and, absolutely. you know, just trying to get feedback, what people thought about just the league and the tournament itself. Yeah. Yeah. Right so on. Let's get into the first topic, which will be our divisions. Let me make sure I got the right. Yeah. So we got D3. Starting off with that D3 division, you know, 23 teams battling it out for a, a chance to go to D2. I don't know if yeah, you after... recognize many of these teams, but a lot of these teams are newer. So it'd be tough. But yeah, we had four teams go, you know, perfect the first night. So that's that's good to see, you know, a lot of competition. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I know it's only two games and obviously you kind of work your way up and down the schedule. But I mean, that's four teams there that have gotten two wins. And then there's three other teams that have, uh, you know, uh, no losses, but, you know, one win, one draw. So, you know, maybe there is already, even after two games, a little crazy to say, but maybe there is you know, a little bit of that cream rising to the top. Or, you know, maybe I'm wrong. And maybe it's just, you know, you got lucky and played just like a bad opposition and you just kind of kind of rolled them and, you know, maybe you haven't played anyone actually good yet. So, you know, who's, you know, who's to say? I think that's going to be determined with uh, with some more games. So, yeah. So looking on the top eight, um, Cuchillo Locos FC, I've seen their team and they got a familiar name, so... I'm not really shocked. Kochima, again, same thing. I believe they're like a Venezuelan team that are pretty good. So not surprised there. Dojo is a new team, so I'm a little shocked there. Capi, I believe it's a group of friends that used to play in either D2, D1. So, you know, 
that's all the Ecuadorians. Yep. Yeah. So and then Chefs, Beck Community, Unleashed, Atletico Junior, both all four of those teams are new. So, you know, they're putting in a fight. And even those uh nine through sixteen, I mean it's their difference is like goal differential. Yeah. So it's gonna Agreed. be a, it's gonna be a tough battle. I think it's exciting, especially with only eight spots for playoffs. Yeah, and I mean, even you know, you look back in that nine to sixteen spot, like you mentioned. I mean, there's a handful of teams that have played before. You know, Bad Mofos they were a former D two team a while ago. Imperium was a D two season, a D two team as of like last season. Uh, Wolves FC was a former, I believe, a former West team. Uh, chosen in twentieth, they were a former D two team. Um, so I mean, there's a lot of a lot of tenure here, but you know, maybe it just wasn't their night. Maybe they couldn't get the right players on, or still just kind of kind of experimenting but you know you only play everyone once here so you kind of got to figure it out quickly and you know hopefully you start cranking out results yeah it's definitely going to be interesting to see how this it turns out especially like you said everybody playing once yeah all right uh don't do you see any surprises so far um not a ton of surprises i mean you know i'm not I'm not super familiar on what the Xbox names are. I, off the top of my head, I don't really see any that are super like sticking out to me. So maybe, you know, maybe the Xbox teams were saying a lot of stuff and not really backing it up. But again, it's the first game night. So who who really knows? You know, any uh, any surprises that you saw? Uh, I, I said Dojo. Dojo being top yeah. three. I mean, not that they're bad or I'm not judging teams. Like, I'm just saying they're newer. So for them to yeah, be already top three is it's really good for them. Yeah, agreed. Uh, right, we're going to move along to D2, where everybody wants to be. Exactly. D2 is, again, another super competitive 28 teams. So for eight spots, I know that's a lot of people are, are, are unhappy about that. But again, we're trying to be as competitive as possible. And also, you know, we have goals of when we want to finish everything up. But by the looks of it, you know, everybody's everybody's still in it or at least putting in fights so it's going to be a long season for d2 and it's going to be interesting if any of those top eight teams lose momentum yeah i mean looking at this now i mean you know fellows in paris i believe that's the xbox team uh chris is having any technical difficulties but yeah, I'll speak on it. You know, uh, fellas in Paris is an Xbox team. They started off again undefeated in the first two games. Deportivo Lara have have a history of being, you know, D one. The team that team. got promoted, yeah, Xbox team that got promoted. Uh... Yeah, it was they won the D two promotion tournament. They won one of the spots. So yeah, definitely showing that they deserve to be up there. Chronic Crew and Joe Raptors, RK Tiger, ACL Vikings, all our former teams. Indy 2, again, they're still fighting for spots. Uh, Pass the Ball, again, also won a spot from the tournament. And Los Pibes, I believe they were a top team last year. Just couldn't make it through the playoffs. And then again, yeah. 9 through 21, is, it's, I mean, one point plus goal differential. So it's going to be a lot of moving at the top. It's gonna be interesting to see. Yeah. Any uh any surprises that you see? I think I've got a few of my own to list, but I'm curious to see what your thoughts are there. Um surprises, uh I would say there uh thirty seventh chamber maybe. 
two points. Yep. I mean, two draws. I mean, that's good. But I mean, I, I they were really good during the ACL Cup. So I don't know. Maybe I thought they might have a little. The same thing as Dallas Burn. They had a good ACL Cup. So maybe they they're just needing a little more time. Uh, Tricitos yeah. is a good team, and then uh, Dream FC is another Xbox team that's still fighting to get top eight. But um, from the top eight, uh. Basically, everybody looks like they are there where they need to be. I mean, Chad Raptors is a surprise, definitely. I mean, I'm happy they're playing good. Uh, pass the ball is also a good team. So, what yeah. do you have? Also, uh, you know, you mentioned 37th Chamber. That's a real surprise to me. Dallas Burn. I believe both of them made uh, knockout stages in the ACL Cup last season. Yeah. Um, Invictus, I kind of expected them to be a little bit up there. Same with SWFC and Super Saiyans. Um, you know, but one, I guess, more of a positive spin, you know, ROK Tiger, uh, you know, they've been kind of middling in D2. And after two games, they've won both. So, you know, I hope that they can keep that momentum up. I think, you know, maybe new game, maybe this is their time to, you know, maybe fight out of it and get their way into D1. So, you know, to ROK Tiger, if any of your people are watching, you know, great job. Keep it up. Yeah. And then the chat's saying Invictus Esport. So, like you said, yeah, that's a surprising yeah. team. But again, it's early. It just takes it takes one game early. day, one game day to flip the table. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah, and even looking like at the uh, you know even like at the top goal scorers, you know, there's a lot of names here that I would recognize. Right, you have um, you know Jim Brown, 19, who was the former, maybe even current manager of the Trinidad team uh, for IVPA. Mix Tigre, I've seen LPB Fran, uh, Atomic Flea. You know, I've seen those guys. Uh, Frumpty as well, you know, I've seen, you know, as well uh, on the goal side. On the assist side, um, uh, who have I seen here? Pibe again um, and Alan Mangano, 05. Uh, both of those guys I've seen before. Um, so, you know, those guys are going to kind of be like the talisman to kind of, you know, hopefully keep their team uh, in that top eight playoff slot. You know, I mean, you've got 20 odd teams, almost 30, and you need to kind of get in that top eight to really kind of make a make a name for yourself. So we'll see how those guys keep up and, you know, hopefully they keep up a good, uh, hopefully they keep up a good form going out through, through the season. Yeah, for sure. I mean, there is a lot, a few surprises in the top eight. So let's see if they can keep that run, you know, chronic crew. I remember them from last year. They were also, I think they were a playoff team or at least close to being a playoff team. So I know yeah. they're, they're, they're experienced in D2. So maybe that is going to help them out this year because they've been there. So they know what to do. Yeah. But yeah, it's uh, it's going to be close. I mean, like, again, play right place once. You got to take advantage of your home games and try to get points on the road. Exactly. Yeah. All right. So let's push on to uh, D1. D2 West, just to mention, is starting this week. So we'll have that next week. But they will be starting this this season, uh, this season, week, their first round of games. So I'm definitely excited for that. You know, it's been a long time since we've had a D2 West. Uh, we're hoping to, you know, grow that as we get more teams into the league. Yeah, and it's equally as impressive, too, that even though we have, like, this super-sized West with 20-odd teams, right, I mean, that we're still able to have a D2 West. And that definitely wasn't the case, you know, a couple of seasons back where we maybe had 15, 16 teams just in D1 alone. Now you've got 22, 23 teams plus a D2 West. Yeah, so, that, that's, the, know, that's it's, definitely it's a great sign. Yeah, that's definitely surprising. Like, we had 
close to 30 plus teams in D2 in, in West, which that's like double what we had last year. So agreed. Yeah. Yeah. We're definitely growing West. So we'll see next season if we have new teams come through. Hopefully, we'll, you know, we'll start taking applications probably mid November. But yeah. yeah, definitely uh, interesting to have a D2 West, and we'll have that up next week. Uh, let's, talking about West, we're going to start off with D1 West. Uh, 22 teams here. I think we had one drop off last minute. Yep. But um, what are your thoughts on this? I know they, just to clarify, there's some teams that did have some issues in West crossing with FMVP, so they might have gave forfeits. I mean, there's nothing, yeah, um, yeah, like there's yeah. nothing we can do about that. We um, we tried to work out a, a thing with them, but I mean, there's not really much we can do about it. So unfortunate, yeah. but we we move on. Yeah, I mean, thankfully for them, uh, you know, they're not going to miss too too many games. The time switches here, you know, about a week week and a half. Um, so that's good. Like teams like MTX Toys, um, I know are obviously impacted. Most of their team is from Mexico. Um, you know, that's really the big one that I can think of. But, you know, kind of speaking on the rest of West, um, Melendros, no surprise, really. GW, no surprise. Uh, Melendros was the former anonymous 11 last season, uh, led by Oreo. So West finalist, too. Yeah, West finalist. Uh, Oreo, still banging in the goals, seems like. Uh, GW, they've been around for, I mean, forever at this point. Under new uh, management, toxic. though. Uh, Gorilla is under new management, so definitely think they watch they, out. Who are they under now? I know Guti uh, left. But. Yeah, Guti left. Uh, I'm not really sure what their manager's name is, but I believe he's new to Guerrilla Warfare. Uh, or, yeah, and they they still have. Um, they're, yeah, they, they think that's their score, uh, but yeah. Yeah, the they've still got. Yeah, they've still got Mexican Matrix, and they've still got Dosto as well. So I mean, I can't imagine them having too much of an issue. Yeah, shouldn't be too much of a change. I know Dosto was gone for a few seasons, but it's good to see him back one of my favorite people to deal with in, in the community. So he's always, you know, always someone that gives me a nice little smile. So, um, but yeah, speaking of uh, D1 West on top of, you know, GW and uh, Melandros, I think the big one is, sorry, this lost my connection here. Uh, the big one is uh, Renegade and Villains in six and seven. Both teams won. The villains had been gone from ACL for, I want to say, probably a, maybe a FIFA at this point, FIFA and a half. Uh, Renegade, you know, wasn't really a team that was kind of on many teams' radars. Two wins to start out. So hopefully both of those teams can keep it up. Hopefully Ramirez gets to his top form uh, and stays that way, and hopefully Renegade can kind of keep the, keep the train going. Yeah, and then FGF looks like they're back to being a, a top contending team. You know, last year they missed out playoffs, I think. By one spot, but yeah, it's good to see them back. Footballers was another team that was in the uh, ACL Cup, and they made a, a decent impression. I don't remember if they made it out of to the knockout stages, but I believe they. Uh, if I remember correctly, they were in a group that had. Three, I think they were in the like, group of death. <laughs> yeah, they, I think they were in the most hated and. Uh, Showtime. Showtime and, group uh, and, and the vicious and and the Punishers group. I mean, yeah, yeah. So it was four teams that they battled it out uh, me and don watched a lot of their games and i think at the end it came down to footballers either having to win a game to move on and they, it wasn't possible but um yeah they are they made a good impression in acl cup so this is their first time playing so it's good to see them doing good uh the copa boys i believe that's 
former former El Diablo yeah. as well as former Olympus kind of mixture. Yep. Uh yeah, Cliff and you know, Cleo and the other people. So Yeah. And then we have, you know, uh there's a small gap between that uh fifteen I was gonna say fifteen, but it's like that twelve through nine is it's pretty tight. And then everybody else is either one point or no points. But yeah. uh who are you seeing? Who are you seeing in that list of nine through twenty-two? That's you know surprising. Um, famous is probably the most you know the most apparent one. I kind of expected them to do you know a little bit better than one point, especially given the matches they had. But you know maybe it's just it's just you know the game can be weird. You know sometimes it just doesn't work out for them. Cerro uh, Technica as well. I kind of expect them to be a little bit better, uh, led by Chamuco. Um, but really beyond that, I mean, no surprises besides eight undefeated teams with no, with no draws or no losses in West nine total with no losses. That is insane. You know, given that there's 22 teams and there's still eight that are completely undefeated with no draws or anything after two games. Yeah. And then, you know, there's a, like, I believe MTX boys, Playboy X and iBots were Xbox team. Oh, Two or three of them are Xbox teams, but I believe they had to give forfeits for FMVP, so they will be back this week. So they yeah. might be making a push. Um, Aztec, I believe Wet was out, but he's back, so hopefully he can right the ship. I know them boys over there sometimes uh, lack leadership once Wet leaves, so hopefully he can you know right the ship. I know Wet takes this thing serious, and he's gonna turn that ship around. Uh, Untouchables yeah. is vicious. Formerly vicious, yep. So you know, can't count them out yet. It's two games. We'll see if they can uh, turn that around in this week. Yeah, another team to look at is uh, is Bingus, formerly Squadra, formerly Todesaho. I mean, there's a lot of you know mixing around of names, but you know that's that's Temi's team. He is currently the top scorer in West. Um, you know, you can't really count them out. I mean, that team is consistently good every year and is usually a lock to make the semifinals in West, if not more. So, you know, I obviously, you know, maybe they played a hard game, but I fully expect them to turn around and kind of start running the table here soon, especially with Temi keeps scoring goals like he is now. Yeah, definitely. They're a team that has former glory, so they definitely could try to ride on that. And, you know, we never know with the next four games, this this table might be completely different next week. So we'll see how it goes. Um, any final thoughts on this side? Um, no, not really. I mean, just crazy again how many undefeated teams there are. I really didn't expect that, and I'm excited to see how West kind of plays out. I mean, it seems like it's just wide open this season, and anybody can take it. So, yeah, definitely, and that'll be interesting. It's gonna be an interesting season. Twenty one yeah. games, nineteen left. So we'll see how it goes. All right, let's change over to D one East. Again, one of our more com- one of the most competitive sides that we have. Um, Twenty three teams. What are your first thoughts when you look at this table? I mean, there is just. I mean, where do you start? I mean, you look right in the top one. I don't think anyone in the community ever would have guessed that Collective would be top of the group with no goals allowed after two games. You know, I, obviously, it's they're pipping out PFC, Holix, Lethal. Uh, and Viva, you know, the Xbox team on goal difference. But, I mean, I don't think anyone would have expected them to go undefeated in two games. Uh, Fatal in 10th is a little bit surprising. Lucretis in 15th is a little bit surprising. Uh, most hated in 18th with one point is incredibly surprising. 
rare footage, you know, you heard a lot about them in the off season. They are 22nd um, iconic and last as well. Uh, no goals, no wins. Uh, I don't think anyone would have expected this D1 table to, to look the way it does after two games. And then this is just insane. Obviously prolific and Hollux lethal, you know, three really good teams there. No surprise that they are obviously at the top of their game, but I mean, there's just beyond that, there is just a whole lot of, weird movement going on on this table so what are your thoughts on it yeah see uh, what i thought about it is that um there's a couple teams in d1 east that tend to have a slow start i've noticed and then they turn it around in the second half the the problem is there is no second half it's it's one game against everybody so you got 22 games so either you turn it on now or you can fall behind really quickly especially with so many teams I am shocked with, like you said, rare footage and Iconic being last. I don't think that's going to last very long. At no. least I'm from the Iconic side. I know them very well, and I know that they'll turn that ship around soon. Uh, most hated, again, surprised that they're there with one point. And like you said, Collective FC, yeah, that that's a shocker for a lot of people. But again, they've, they're a team that's been playing together for a while. And once you start building that chemistry, you know, you kind of, tend to start turning it around they've been in d1 for several seasons now like that's the thing that like don't people don't understand about acl d1 is it's been it's these teams have been here for a while like it is hard fought you know if you want to stay up here you have to play your best every day because i mean it's true like if you look at the list collective prolific holics lethal paris fatal cracks nation nemesis uh, Lacritas, they've all been there for a long time. So now with the introduction of newer teams, you know, it's going to be interesting if they can fend them off like they've been doing from previous seasons. Especially with, especially with five dropping, you know, that's that's a lot of teams. So yeah. we'll see how they do. Um, good for Viva football. I see. I know they were one of the teams that were mentioned to be really good from the Xbox size. They're definitely up there now. Fifth. Yeah. Uh, Phoenix was another team. From the Xbox size and then average pros, they're they're still in it. So again, this this table is gonna look completely different next week once these teams figure it out. That's true. And the last really word I have to say about collective is that team lives and dies by their defense. I mean, that defensive core has been around for I mean probably at least three or four FIFAs at this point, or three or four game cycles. And I mean, they are just you know they're locked in. I mean, you call them a bust, call them you know boring or whatever. If they're not allowing goals, then that's not their problem. You know, that's just the way they play the game. So, I mean, those guys are locked in day in, day out, and there is no such thing as an easy goal against that team. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. When you're in D1 and you're playing just one game, you have to lock in on defense first before you can attack. And, I mean, that's sure. their specialty. So maybe this this FIFA, I mean, this season might benefit them the most because yeah. they, they, they do lock in on defense. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, trying to see, but uh, yeah, I'm not seeing a lot of surprises. Like you said, Lacritas and Fifteenth. I think they're going through some changes, but you know, I feel like they'll turn that around soon. That's got- true. And then, and you look at you know, I guess where the less of the surprises, if you look in the leaderboards. I mean, the top goal scorers. You know, they have Derek uh, Meza, who was one of the top scorers in the ACL Cup. RG Caesar is always up there. Harold is up there. Braun is up there. Exabit is always, you know, up there from prolific, formerly of El Mariasa. Um, you know, kind of moving on into the assist side, you know, um, 
Peluche has uh, been there. Um, you know, Imani Bates-Topsky, uh, you know, if he plays in an attacking role, usually he's up there. Andres Wortley from Paris. Um, you know, really good, just a lot of tenure there, a lot of experience and a whole lot of skill. Yep, definitely going to be a good battle in all five divisions this year. Six if you count D2 West. Well, and yeah. yeah, five total. Never mind. But any last thoughts on any of these teams and groups, or I mean divisions? Uh, not much. I'm I'm just curious to see when it comes to next week how much of a uh, how much of a change is there. You know, will collective stay in first? Will there still be like seven or eight teams undefeated in West? Um, you know, well, how will D two look? How will D three look? You know, now that you start like the good teams start playing the good teams, and you know maybe there's just some easy opponents and you know easy games. So, uh, you know, obviously it's so early in the season, but maybe this is a good litmus test of you know how this how your teams are going to shake out during the season. Definitely. All right, let's move on to. I'm just gonna put up the ACL logo because I don't have any more slides. <laughs> <laughs> so yes so what's up is uh today this weekend or on saturday we hosted our first you know acl relampago flash whatever you want to call it byot like the xbox teams want to call it um i know you helped do a lot of the admin for that so what did what were your thoughts of the tournament yeah um you know it was really good i appreciate the people that signed up uh, for one, I mean, we got 30, we had 33 teams at one point, obviously had a few dropouts, but it's kind of be, you know, to be expected, um, you know, things happen, life happens, you know, maybe you can't get players on. Um, so the turnout was exceptional, um, you know, big, big props to our admin team, as well as uh, the NAPC people, namely uh, Walmart, Lot Lizard, Wally for short, obviously you probably know him because he's usually the guy that runs all the tournaments, um, you know, thanks to him for promoting it as well. Um, but, you know, it was obviously a little bit shaky to start out with, um, kind of getting the schedules together, getting the team set up on the site, uh, getting everything rolling. But I mean, after that first game and once everyone kind of figured out where to look and where to talk to people, I think it ended up being really smooth. I mean, the games were done right around 12 Eastern. So, I mean, you started at 930 Eastern. Uh, you cut off, but yeah, I think one of the things that a lot of people were complaining about was the time. And again, it was our two and a half hours. Yeah. Um, so that was, I think he's still getting cut off, but uh, yeah, so th the time was just a decision that we made at the time. At that moment, was I know we, we had a couple of people tell us that they wanted an earlier tournament. I mean, some people want late tournaments. I mean, at the end of the day, we can't really make everybody happy. Uh, like we did our first tournament at 9 30, we finished around uh 12 30, like he said. So you know, it was still tinkering with the time the format uh we just wanted to see what it would look like if we ran one uh you know we're potentially looking at running it once once a one at least one once a week either saturday or sunday and yeah we'll still work on the times i know that was an issue um we try to use the vpn site to keep track of stuff but it's not the greatest so we might look into different sites on there um yeah, like you said, we had 32 teams, I think, total signed up uh, to dropped out last minute, which, again, is something that we can't really control. Um, we were we're going to have to work on some things, but, again, we'll we'll try we'll try again maybe this weekend, see if we can get another one going maybe 30 minutes later, maybe do it at 10. 
Uh, we'll probably ask the community to see what time they prefer. Because, again, we're just trying to make it a tournament for that everybody can play. I know some people want to play really late. Some people want to play early. So it's like you can't – it's possible to make people happy. It's true. You just got to try to catch the uh, the majority of the people that you can. So, I mean, you know, no harm there. So, Yeah, and even for that 930, I mean, 32 teams for a 930 tournament is pretty decent. Agreed, yeah. And I think – No, I think, I'm – Sorry. Yeah, sorry. I think that's the number that we're going to keep it at, like 32 teams, just because I feel like a lot of people don't want to stay up till, you know, 2, 3 in the morning playing. So, you know, 32 teams seems like a good number. Yeah. Now, under the tournament itself, uh, you know, we had our winners, uh, Viva Football. Uh, they are a D1 team uh, led by Andresi, uh, who I believe was formerly of the PSN community uh, for a while and then switched to Xbox. Um, he brought, you know, a lot of his people back over. Um, it was an all Xbox final, KMX versus Viva, and Marvel uh, was the only PlayStation team in the final four. Uh, Virtual Talent rounded out the semifinals. Um, you know, really just a good tournament, a lot of good ball played. Um, but yeah, power to the Xbox players on that one. So, you know, if we run this again next week, hopefully some of these PSN teams show up and, you know, maybe defend the uh, defend the PSN versus Xbox argument. Yeah, definitely we can do that. I think we had about like an even number of teams from both councils too. Yeah. Definitely have to look and see on the playoffs if we want to do move it up to 16 instead of 8. Again, it was it was our first time doing it so we went with 8. Was it the right decision? I don't know. I mean, can't make everybody happy. But we'll look into that and again, feedback from the community is what we need. We need people to tell us if that's good or not. Because at the end of the day, we're just testing things out to see what's best for everybody. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Did you uh, catch any surprises from the tournament? I was trying to look at it, and I saw a couple teams that I was like, dang, they got they got pretty far, considering. Um, yeah, and this KMX team really just kind of came out of nowhere. Um, I expected No Stated and Fatal to go a little bit further, but maybe they didn't have – you know, they're full-on players, and maybe they were split between teams. Um, really, those were kind of the only surprises that I had on my end for it. Yeah, so looking at the groups, I see that um, La Familia made it out of Group 5. They had a decent team uh, group. And like you said, Fatal was another one that made it out. Most Hated was also a team that made it. So, we, yeah, we had a couple of PlayStation, you know, representatives, but again... Xbox teams prevailed, so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's definitely, it was definitely fun, and it's definitely something that we'll look to keep doing. It's uh, something we've always wanted to do, but, you know, we've always tried to tinkering with time and other things that wouldn't allow us to do it. And, you know, we just push, we, uh, push people to the NAPC. Because they run great tournaments with Wally, but you know, thanks to them, we were able to ask them for that slot on Saturday. Sometimes, so you know, we'll try again, maybe this weekend. Like I said, I don't know. we'll check on some availability of admins to run it yeah. again. And then, yeah. I think that's all we have, except for the last thing is AVL. 
Uh, we're still taking teams. I believe we have four teams left. Colorado Rapids, Red Bull, St. Louis, and I want to say Vancouver are the last four teams. Uh, that season starts November November 6th. Yeah, November, yep, it, November 6th. Yep, and it's at 11 p.m. Eastern, Monday through Wednesday. If anybody's interested, you know, contact admin. We'll send you the form. Uh, we're taking payments now. It's 45 yep. for entry. I believe we set the prize to be $1,000. So, again, anybody interested in winning $1,000? This might be the tournament for you. It's a different day. So, you know, ACL and ABL, now we have Monday through Thursday covered. And then potentially Saturday, Relampagos. But you got anything about AVL you want to share? Yeah, I uh, don't really have much left. Uh, you know, it's going to be exciting and it's nice to have it on the off ACL days as well. So, I mean, if you're looking to play, you know, um, FMVP after the time change, Lena, you know, if that's running, uh, you know, any sort of Tuesday, Thursday league that is between East and West, um, you know, that gives you the freedom to do so. And, you know, it's like a premier time slot, you know, 8 p.m. Pacific for the West people, nice and late for them. 11 p.m. Eastern, right after VPJ for the East guys. Um, you know, it, it's kind of the best of both worlds. And I think that's always been a drawing point for AVL. So, you know, hopefully we see a lot of the guys come out um, and just, you know, have more have more good ball played there as well. Yeah, I know some people ask to bring it back to Tuesday and Thursdays. But, I've, you know, out of respect for our fellow, you know, VPN leagues, we try not to cross with them too much. So, like, between ACL East and ACL West, we have uh, VPN Venezuela starting up soon, I believe. Their uh, Discord is in our Discord, if anybody's interested in that. They run a very good league. And then uh, I think Lena's coming up, too. So, it's like we try not to interfere with each other if we can. Yeah. And that's about it for this episode, I believe. Unless you got anything else, Chris? I've got nothing. Uh, you know, if you've got um, anything that you need done admin-wise, you know, just hit in uh, contact admin if you're looking to do an ACL, AVL team. Same thing, um, you know, or, you know, maybe if you're a manager on this and you're hearing this and you're like, hey, you know, maybe I can join in and maybe say my two cents about my team or something like that, you know, let us know. Maybe, maybe we'll explore the possibility of taking in guests. Um, you know, anything that you might have to say, um, that can help us improve, you know, these streams or, or whatever, you know, let us know. Yeah. And also on the tournament stuff, if you guys have feedback, please let us know, you know, times, the format, um, potentially we'll have prize uh, tournaments soon. Hopefully uh, we're looking into that as well, but yeah, any ideas for tournaments that you guys might think are good, let us know and, you know, we'll, we'll talk about it and see what we can do. But that will conclude the episode. Uh, appreciate everybody coming through. And we'll be back next week. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Peace. Peace out.